those of ye on the podcast were listening to a good guitar solo for about a minute and a half there. Uh, and those of you on the uh, video end of it saw me cover the camera because I had to blow my nose. Um, starting to think I should have wore a mask for this episode because I'm fighting a, a runny nose. But uh, looking over at my spotlight, try to give you guys a little more light on me. But I like to be the shadowy figure in the darkened cigar smoke filled room. So, uh, wild and crazy stuff going on here. More about uh, the great Governor Andrew Cuomo. And also, another episode, another installment of my uh, big trouble in communist, what, Chinese Communist Party town. Uh, pardon the, the snuffing of the nose in this, this uh, like I said, I'm fighting the sniffles. So, um, we are into an interesting time in the United States and in the world. And lots going on. And there's not a lot of talk about it, not a lot of thought about it. And I truthfully want to, what I'm doing with this is I want people to think for themselves, do some of their own research and reading, whatever. Um, That's the whole goal of this podcast and has been since I started it 12 maybe years ago with a, a friend of mine in an apartment in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, back then it was, and for the majority of our time, we did it uh, talk radio style, and we had people call in. And I'm going to try to set up some interviews uh, for you guys, just to change up the the beat of things, the pattern, the way we do stuff, I do stuff. Um, but... We'll get on, get in on that ladder later on. Um, so, with that, I'm going to light the ceremonial stogie. Stop, stop talking gibberish. By the way, if you notice me looking over, one, I'm seeing if my little spotlight here is actually creating any more light. If you're on the, the podcast platform side of this, you don't notice it. But I also have one of my favorite old TV shows on telly uh, called Quantum Leap. Because it gets kind of quiet and I need some background noise even when I'm recording this stuff. So anyway, let's, let's uh, smoke them if we got them and I'll get with you in a sec. Back at it here. I was talking about Gov Cuomo. Fredo from CNN's brother. He is uh, in a heap and helping of trouble. He could use a little help from... Uh, shit, hell, I don't know what kind of help he could use. Um, 
but if it ain't one thing it's another and everyone is calling for his resignation uh, including people in his own Democrat party um, now I think it was Keith or well one of the Hodge twins brought this up earlier uh, when they were talking about one of his accusers by the way if you want to uh, ever check them out it's Hodge twins H-O-D-G-E-S twins uh, also sometimes they go by conservative twins uh, they're on YouTube Rumble and everywhere else really cool guys but uh, this thing with the uh, sexual harassment allegations they uh, kind of theorized that it was a cover-up or a distraction, as I'm often talking to you about, uh, for the nursing home scandal. But Cuomo accuser Charlotte Bennett said that the office director took sexual harassment training for Governor Cuomo. Now, this comes on the heels of Cuomo giving an interview where he was asked, <laughs> did you take sexual harassment training? And Cuomo's reply was, short answer is yes. Well, I guess the long answer would be yes, sort of. My staff took it for me and then filled me in on it. <laughs> so, um, wow. Uh, this reminds me of one time at work. Uh, there was some derelict we had for a, a, a house manager. I was working with uh, a group home of, uh, it was more like a nursing home. It was like mentally handicapped guys. And, um, uh, for whatever reason, the company brought somebody in to talk about sexual harassment, and the house managers and assistant house managers, this fool was an assistant, uh, they were supposed to go to this training and then come back and brief the staff on what happened. So we didn't like the guy. So we cornered him and said, so, you know, what went on at that training? And he was like, blah, blah, blah. I, 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 all I could do, all I sat there was thinking I'd like to sexually harass the woman giving the speech. So we were all like, wow, uh, this guy's a derelict and a half. But this is essentially what Cuomo did. He sent his office director to take the uh, class for him and then I, I assume they were supposed to brief him on what happened when they got back and I'm sure he'll have some excuse you know well I was busy killing senior citizens in nursing homes or something like that or the things of that nature as Arnold would say so in other news on Cuomo, uh, in his heap and helping of trouble, the New York State Legislature strips Cuomo of emergency pandemic powers. Uh, they passed legislation 
that they can repeal any of his executive orders that he's already made with a simple majority vote. So 50 plus one, 51 votes. Uh, there's more than a hundred legislatures, but whatever. 51 votes and the executive order is repealed. Also, he cannot write any new directives in regard to uh, the pandemic emergency. Uh, this comes after staffers said that they cooked the books uh, to cover up the fact that between 10,000 and 15,000 people died in nursing homes because of his policy, uh, his order that uh, senior citizens with COVID be sent back to nursing homes. Uh, and people in his health department and his staff warned him that, you know, you're sending these people back into the most vulnerable population when it comes to this virus. And he said, do it anyways. Uh, I don't know. Gets kicked in the head by a mule. Eyes go crossed. Falls down a well. Eyes go back to normal. I don't know. Shitter's full. That was my cousin Eddie impression. <laughs> For those of you who uh, are fans of the Christmas vacation movies, or should say movie. So, let's get into our old friends, China. Get in there. Look, man, if, basically, China right now, if they are allowed to take over Taiwan, uh, and it's game over, they are going, they, they will have surpassed the United States as the superpower of the world, the hegemon. They basically have control of Tibet. Free Tibet has been a battle cry since I was in college, uh, they have taken things in Hong Kong to the point where the legislature there is filled with people that favor the Chinese Communist Party. And the Hong Kong legislature is about to um, pass a law that um, basically anybody can be arrested and taken from Hong Kong and placed in Chinese prison uh, with no say or anything from, you know, the Hong Kong authorities or anybody. Um, and that's pretty sad. Hong Kong wants to be its own independent uh, state. State as in most people call it country or nation. Uh, their protesters wave American flags and sing the American National Anthem. Um, but China has, you know, rounded up and arrested so many uh, of the dissidents, the people that descend from China, that they, there's really not much resistance. I mean, they can protest in the streets, but there's nobody there to rise up. Uh, as a leader 
in either the Hong Kong government or just among the people. Um, and this is what communism does. And it's coming to America. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, for po <clears throat> pardon me. Supposedly, you know, the coronavirus is over in China. Well, if you weld people into their homes, drag parents out of homes, kicking and screaming and throw them into vans to never be seen again, because they uh, have the virus or because you want to give them the virus because they talked badly about the government, yeah, that... The, then you can say China cured the virus. I don't know if it's totally gone from China because you don't get legitimate information out of the communist government. But what you did get were, you know, people with a descending opin dissenting opinion, a people uh, with the virus locked in their apartments but anyways let's get on to this uh what i wanted to talk about finally uh china it is wow they have this um weather control technology um ahead of the beijing olympics there was great fear of uh the smog in beijing and so what they did was uh, they seeded the clouds and they made rain to knock down the smog. Um, the, I also heard they brought in big fans to blow it away. So that would be a hell of a big fan. But uh, the, the rain thing seems a lot more logical. Um, so let's read this article. It's uh, on watchers.news. Watchers China's testing cutting-edge weather modification technology in Tibet, in the Tibetan Plateau. The country aims to implement large-scale weather-changing project to ensure consistent rain supply in the area three times as big as Spain, nearly 1 million kilometers, 260,000 or 620,000 miles. The system created from a network of solid fuel burning chambers that produce silver iodide a compound with the structure much like ice that can be used in cloud seeding cloud seeding has been around for a long time i remember hearing about it like on some tv show when i was a kid but it's a real thing um tens of thousands of small burning chambers will be installed across the tibetan plateau in an attempt to increase rainfall in the area. Once in place, the system has the potential to increase rainfall in the region by 
10 billion cubic meters a year, which amounts to 7% of China's total water consumption. So, one, they can use this to make uh, clean drinking water, but mainly it's to help with uh, crop production. Uh, why is that important? Well, you know, if there's ever a global food shortage or dingbats like uh, Bill Gates get their way and we start eating 3D printed meat uh, that's made from God knows what. But, you know, th this can make China a world player. Uh, you know, right now, you know, when Trump was in office, well, right now when he was in office, that doesn't make sense. When Trump was in office, he had them buying a lot of grain and corn from American farmers. If they can control the weather, they won't have to rely on other countries to get uh, grain and corn and things like that that can be used to make various other kinds of foods, obviously. Um, so the article says, it's the world's biggest single weather changing project ever attempted. The system relies on small, low-tech chambers which burn solid fuel that produce silver iodide, which, or as the wind sweeps up the mountain, this is all happening on uh, this Tibetan plateau, but it's near the Himalayan mountains. As the wind sweeps up the mountain, the particles are swept up into the air where they form rain clouds. The system has been developed by Chinese state-owned aerospace science and technology corporation. Burning chambers designed by space scientists who need to find a way to efficiently burn high-density solid fuel oxygen or in the oxygen-scarce environment at an altitude over 5,000 5, meters, 16,400 feet. Um, I'm not going to get into the technicals of this. Um, it says that weather modification system was originally developed as part of China's defense program. China, the United States, and Russia have all developed weather-changing technologies to possibly impede opposition in times of conflict. Countries have researched ways to increase chances of or de yeah, increase chances of drought, flood, and other natural disasters. Aerospace and Science Technology Corporation recently signed an agreement with uh, Taisha, I can't say it, T-S-I-N-G-U-A University to install weather modification system on a large scale. So, basically, you know, countries have been working on this for a while. And I'm going to read another article from CNN that talks more about this. But, imagine if Imagine if the Nazis could control the weather in World War II. Uh, let's say, now this would be, this is extremely difficult stuff. But, 
one of the things that stopped their advance into Russia was one of the harshest Russian winters in history. Winters, to those of you who speak English. Uh, and also, you know, winter weather played an effect uh, during the Battle of the Bulge. Uh, German troops were able to get into place before American reinforcements could get there. Uh, but once that weather lifted, then the American planes uh, and tanks and things could uh, move in and bring relief. Imagine if the Nazis could have kept cloud cover or rainfall to where our airplanes couldn't get in and help uh, with close air support for the troops on the ground. Uh, what if, you know, they were able to create rain that bogged down Patton's tanks? And this is a concern for uh, the country of India. Um, so, to, 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 um, let me get, scroll back up here now. This jumping around lost my place in this one article. Okay, so China's invested heavily in this from 2012 to 2017 uh, CNN reports. Uh, the country spent over $1.34 billion on various weather modification programs. There's a damn pop-up ad. So... What they're worried about is, okay, China and this is so frustrating because something just, okay, it's gone now. Hopefully it stays gone. While other countries have, okay, last year, according to the state news, uh, in Shinwa, weather modification helped reduce 70% of hail damage in China's western region of Xinjiang. I had to write down how to pronounce those words. A key agricultural area. So again, this is helping them with agriculture. Uh, other countries invested in cloud seeding include the U.S. China's enthusiasm for technology has some alarm, particularly, okay, now this is where militarily it comes into play, particularly in neighboring India, where agriculture is heavily dependent on the monsoon, which has already been disrupted and become less predictable as a result of climate change. So, if you've got Mother Nature and humans changing the climate already of the planet, remember we're still coming out of an ice age, and yes, there is proof that uh, carbon dioxide and other things, greenhouse gases, have changed the climate. But, it, now you have another factor of human interference in the weather. So what if their weather technology 
somehow interferes in yet another way in this uh, monsoon, unpredictable now, monsoon season for India. Uh, China, India and China, back to the article, recently faced off along their share their shared and hotly disputed border in the Himalayas with the two sides engaging in their bloodiest clash in decades earlier this year for years some in India have speculated whether modification could potentially give China an edge in future conflict given the importance of conditions to any troop movements in the inhospitable mountain region. See, like I said before, what happens when one country, one nation, one region can control the weather? Because we have great technology all over the world in every military. But more and more, or, you know, there are things that just don't work. Drones can't fly. Airplanes can't fly in certain weather. I mean, they can, but it's very difficult, uh, you know, and depending on how much another side is able to control the weather and uh, adapt their military planning to their ability to control the weather. Now you've really got something on your hands. If you can't get your reinforcements through the Himalayas because China is pouring rain down the mountains on you while they're sitting on top of the mountain pouring down machine gun fire at the same time, you're, you're in for a real walloping, a real whooping, real problem. Uh, if you're, you know, part of your army's trapped over here on this side of the mountain and the other half is trying to get across the mountain and it's all mud and whatever and your tanks are sinking in the mud, China's going to destroy these people over here and then come for these guys that are sitting ducks because their tanks are bogged down. Uh, you know, I mean, that's a very simple, simple way of putting it, but this is what weather control technology can do. And this is not like complicated stuff. These are very simple uh, solid fuel burners, you know, shooting, uh, whatever the hell it said, uh, iodide into the atmosphere to create rain uh, and snow they can create snow too depending on atmospheric conditions of course but man what what a game changer and you hardly see this stuff reported in the news I mean yeah this was on CNN's website and they probably dedicated a segment of their broadcast to this but how much did they really dedicate to it you've probably heard more of me in the last 10 or 15 minutes than um the most trusted name in news 
gave to it in their 24-hour news cycle. They were probably busy, busier talking about the latest uh, evils of Donald Trump or something than they were talking about, you know, China overtaking us as the hegemon of the world. Uh, I like Star Wars, but that's... This computer of mine is about to get thrown out a window. Um, they're probably more busier talking about, you know, the latest uh, made-up scandal about Donald Trump than they were talking about somebody that's a real threat to America. Uh, by the way, YouTube has removed uh, almost every variation of... Donald Trump's CPAC speech and their excuse is that he violated their community standards or the video violates their standards uh, because he talks about election fraud and blah 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 so he spent I, I watched the speech he may have spent five minutes talking about the election if that may have, I don't know, may have been less than two. But again, like I said in a, an earlier uh, podcast, the the thing about Donald Trump is the more people listen to him, the more they like him, and that's something that a lot of people don't want because if he runs in twenty twenty four and he's still got the mental capacity there's no beating him with what with what Joe Biden has done in these first 30 or 40 days okay what what the people who control Joe Biden from behind the scenes have done there's no beating him if Joe Biden gets 25th amendmented and out of office Kamala Harris does not have the charisma to beat Donald Trump. And so many people right now have Biden regret, they're calling it. That uh, supposed 80 million votes he got uh, would have been wiped away in a heartbeat. And the 74 or 5 million votes that Trump got would have increased in the, the roles in the Electoral College. And the popular vote would have been reversed. But that's another thing. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, this is Americana the American Way. And on Parlor, you can find me at the Real Big John, all one word. Telegram, YouTube, um, Rumble. It's Americana, the American way, as well as all your fun, slap-happy podcast platforms. So, share this podcast, share this video, like it, comment, whatever you want to do. But pray for each other, pray for our leaders. God bless you all, and I'll see you the next time. Until then...